0: And welcome to the Heal, Equip, and Release podcast. I'm your host, Karen Cruz. I'm a wife, a mom of five, a licensed counselor, and I am so passionate about seeing women set free as they are healed, equipped, and released into their God-given identity and purpose. Scripture tells us that God made each one of us with a specific plan and purpose in mind, and His plan for our lives is meant to lead us to a future of hope, blessing, and unshakable peace. However, today many of us find that we are far from experiencing this promise in our daily lives. The truth is, we are in a war, and the battle plan of our enemy is to wound us in such a way that we miss out on the fullness of God's vision for our lives. In this podcast, I will walk with you and lead you to an experience of God's healing that will renew your mind, reignite your spirit, and set you free to joyfully fulfill the unique mission God has placed on your life. everyone and welcome to the podcast today. I am so excited to be with you for an episode that I pray will be a blessing to so many women today who I know are in hurting marriages. Guys, we know it's no surprise that marriage is under attack right now more than ever and that we need a message of hope. We need a message of hope about what's possible with God, about just how we can just find peace and we anchor ourselves in truth during difficult times because really all marriages go through difficult times and some are darker times than others. But, um, I'm just really excited to introduce you today to my guest who has been a friend of mine for gosh, what is it? Like this is where 12, 13, I don't even know how many years you've been married. This JC, her 11 name. 11 years maybe. <laughs> JC Jimenez. She's been, she's, uh, just this amazing woman that God led me to, um, I guess say eleven years ago, we'll say, because um, I didn't figure really this out before we got on here. But she has an amazing story, guys. She, um, God, really just brought incredible healing into her life, into her marriage. I'm going to let her tell the story herself. But Jay Z, I am so grateful that you're here today. And mm-hmm. would you just um, begin? Just introduce yourself. Tell a little bit about, you um, know, what you know why. You know, why why you're so excited to be here today and just this heart, mm-hmm. message on your heart that you just feel so excited to share with these ladies listening.
1: Yeah, well thank you for having me. Um, I definitely was nervous to come on. I, you know, I always feel like one of the lies that I have to combat is that I sound stupid when I am on. So, you know, I prayed for the Holy Spirit to come in and give me, you know, wisdom and speak through me. Um, But I'm very excited because I feel very led through, through my story and what has transpired in my life in just very recent months, um, you know, to come on and share about God's miracles and that he truly does work miracles in our life. And, you know, so often we, we don't, we don't believe them. We feel like we are too ordinary to receive them. Um, you know, I'm a busy mom of three. I would not have considered myself an amazing Catholic before. I um, I do homeschool my children and I feel like, you know, I'm always failing them. I'm always lacking. Um, I am a health and wellness coach. So I coach on you know, mindset and um, habits. And, you know, one of the things recently that God has really, really taught me and shown me was, you know, how he sees me and how, you know, beautiful he views me and my gift to the world, you know, where previously I've felt so lacking. And it definitely has been very healing and has truly been a miracle in our marriage, in our relationship, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, guys, I was so excited to bring JC on here, not just because it's really fun to do a podcast episode with one of your best friends, but also because, <laughs> guys, I I was um, you know ma- matron, would you say, of honor in in JC's yes. wedding, and uh, um, just was walking with her through her whole story, which could be like such a a beautiful series of episodes really on the podcast, (laughs) but um, Mm -hmm. just like witnessing her marriage and just seeing how it began and where it was a few months ago when she really opened up to me about the struggle Mm -hmm. she was facing. And guys, I am with her and using the the word miracle to tell you Mm -hmm. what happened and as as a therapist, as someone who's you know seen marriages and different struggles, just i I will tell you I was not in a big place of hope for her just like I would never mm-hmm. have predicted what God did and mm-hmm. I I mean, there's so many things we could share with you about what happened. We're going to try to keep it to one episode, although if it goes on, we might break it up into two. We'll see what the Holy Spirit does here. But there's so much that I want you guys to hear from her story. I think there's no better way to learn than through a story, through someone else's life. And I I just want you to to listen today as JC kind of, you know, I'm going to guide her through this kind of interview here, but shares with you just, just the goodness of God and what can happen as we really really embrace just this deep call that we all have to intimacy with God, to allowing him to show us our worth, our identity, and surrendering to him the desires of our hearts, Like, which is really the scariest thing, to really believe that God Mm -hmm. has good plans, to believe that, you know, and face with your biggest fear, which for a lot of people is, would be like, divorce or you know a broken marriage is probably at the top of most women's lists of things I never want to happen to me. Um JC's been there, she's faced it and I was with her and I just want you to hear just a little bit about you know her journey. So to begin with JC, I'd love if you could just start with kind of where you were before, you know, before the miracle happened. When you really were were in the pit that a lot of women I think listening mm-hmm. to this might be finding themselves in. Just share a little bit about that time and and what it was like for you and how you finally got to the point of just letting you know just beginning that really deeper journey Mm -hmm. with the lord yeah
1: yeah um i can't promise this won't be without tears Mm -hmm. (laughs) but what one thing i have learned is that um god has told me that my emotions are powerful and before i definitely thought they were a weakness and Mm -hmm. kept me down um So I, in November, my husband told me, we had been married seven years, almost eight. And in November, he told me that he didn't think he wanted to be married anymore. And, you know, the first thing I did was, other than (laughs) freaking out and despairing, because honestly, my biggest fear is people leaving me. And, um... Being alone, and you know, I just turned to prayer. I I turned to God. I literally was praying five rosaries a day most days. Um, I turned to fasting. I did novena to no, you know after novena, um, and then I turned to just loving my husband mercifully and like just without abandon like I absolutely served him in everything because I was so scared of him leaving that I just wanted to fix it and I thought that if I could love him the way that Christ loves us I could fix it um And then things got worse. (laughs) Um, And my husband, um, he even started getting angry with me at being so nice to him. Um, And I didn't understand. And there were, you know, I guess, you know, cycles of abuse that were starting to stir up and become more apparent to me um and at first it was you know it was we were good and he was like okay I'm not leaving and then a few days later he would pick a random crazy fight with me and say I can't do it and he you know fling his ring at me and say he was leaving um and honestly through this through that insanely tough abusive time um it started becoming more apparent to me that this wasn't healthy no matter how much I tried to fix it it wasn't healthy and I was so scared of what I what I could do what especially as a good Catholic a you know even even before I grew strong in my faith, I've always had this affinity for the sanctity of marriage. You know, I probably never would have admitted it to my husband, but I believed that even through adultery, through anything, that you're meant to work through it. You're meant to stay together. Um, and so I was, I was, I was so lost. I had no clue. What God was calling me to do, and I was scared. I was scared for my children. I was not eating. I lost probably fifteen pounds um, and was, you know, well below a healthy weight for for me um, and i I didn't know what to do for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that that stuck out to me as you were sharing that hard time was like, you know, you had this sense that if I, if I could love him the way Christ loves him, you know, that I could fix it. And that even like I could fix it, maybe meaning like I could get him to love me the way that I want him to. And I think this this natural tendency that we have as women, and I don't even think it's necessarily wrong, but it's just it can get quote unquote dangerous depending on the relationship, mm-hmm. where like this this desire to feel loved, to feel wanted, to feel
1: mm-hmm.
0: like whatever, worthy. Um, just wanting that that deep question of am I wanted, am I worthy, am I loved, am I beautiful, am I desirable, or whatever that we often have in our hearts, like, you know, when we're looking for that know from our husband Mm -hmm. and it's like I mean our husbands should love us that way just to be clear that's not a bad desire but when you were Mm -hmm. in this situation where your husband was not in a good place and this like drive right to like fix it like you Mm -hmm. said and to like fix it and just fulfill that desire to feel good again to feel like worthy of love to feel I mean I feel like that was kind of underneath that and that was sort of led you to the next phase of it yeah
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess in the beginning, I, I definitely looked inward. Um, and I was apologizing upon apologizing for any little imperfections that I had and big imperfections that I had. Um, and thinking that if I could just change those, that it would fix everything. Um, but You know, it definitely, um, it definitely led me down this path where I worked on myself. um, But I also realized that Jesus loves me, even with my imperfections. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, whole in him when I invite him in and that started growing more yeah my worth in Jesus started growing more and more as I prayed more and turned inward
0: Mm -hmm. you know and I just remember you kind of coming up to visit me during the the real sick of it and we just I just felt the Holy Spirit leading us to pray together and Mm -hmm. um in particular, you know, praying a bit through your story and through some of your wounds that, that I've just, one thing I I think I make clear in this podcast in general, but definitely with my clients, people I work with that, like our stories matter and our wounds mm-hmm. need to be healed to live the whole life that God has for us. We need to bring them into the light. And they, mm-hmm. we often think that the wound is, let's say in the present, but it's very often rooted in our past that's been buried. And we haven't looked at it in a while. And I just vividly remember just praying with you through through some of your past and some of those mm-hmm. root wounds. And, you know, I, I don't know what that day was like for you, but I just tend to think that that kind of broke open a bit and just oh, like just releasing a bit of your story to the Lord and just inviting that um, the Holy Spirit into the you to just, re, you know, break off some of the lies, like in the name of Jesus. I like to tell people this isn't mm-hmm. like, you know, Jason will attest to this. It isn't like after she left that prayer session, everything was fixed, but there was just this bringing of what's been buried out into the light, you know, like intentionally uncovering the lies that are sort of fueling, you know, let's say say the way we beat ourselves up in relationships, you know, the the constant, like say self-blame or taking overly taking responsibility or trying to fix or, or whatever it may be to a degree that's like unhealthy. You know, I just remember that that, little kind of mini we use the unbound model um to pray together um just renouncing lies and stuff i would i would just love for you to share a little bit about you know i know there's lots of different phases of kind of healing that you went through in this journey but just if you could share a little bit about what you recall from you know that that first I know you kind of continue to pray with other people even after but just that journey into like really healing and through prayer like through a lot you know breaking lies and and different things um that part of the journey as you kind of began that
1: Yeah. So um, we definitely did go through a lot of my history Um, and I am adopted by my stepdad. Um, And so, you know, my biological father has never really been involved Um, and he never showed interest in trying to be involved. I remember actually as a kid, being scared of him. Um, I, you know, always felt like he didn't want to be involved. And that I think, you know, was a big wound that I never really focused on because I, you know, my stepdad, I called dad and he filled such big shoes. Um, and so it, you know, it never felt like when I was growing up, like I was missing anything. Um, so, you know, that definitely caused a wound of feeling like I wasn't worthy of attention. Like I was always going to be left. Um, it, you know, made me feel alone I'm also one of six children. I have five brothers. And I felt very alone in that time. Not with my five brothers. It was crazy and wild. And I loved growing up with them. But I I felt like my brothers always had someone. And I didn't. Um, you know, a lot of these wounds that that sat with me for a long time, came into my marriage. So I've always felt like in my marriage, I felt like I've never been understood. I had felt like I didn't matter. Like I was never seen. I felt like I was too much or too little or too loud or too emotional. I felt like who I was, was somehow not right. You know, I felt like my whole life, I've kind of felt like I wasn't made for success. And so, you know, with Karen, we did pray through those unbound prayers. We prayed through all of these things that I had been telling myself for years. We renounced them and we helped to release myself from these lies and um, I also did some prayer healing counseling sessions with someone local. Um, And she helped me walk through guided meditation and, you know, you know, meditative visits with Jesus. Um, And I remember a few of them. um, I remember all of them, but having to do with these um, I've, felt like my heart has been hurt for a long time. And I saw this image of Jesus coming in and taking his hand and putting it over my chest, over my wounded heart and discovering it and protecting it. Filling me with a sense of security in him. There was another time where I did the meditative walk with Jesus, and um, I remember Him saying that, you know, it was it was me standing with Jesus, and you know, we we were standing next to my husband, um, and Jesus told me that I was meant to go and be amazing and be full of worth and life and happy and vibrant. And that Jesus was gonna stay back with my husband and that he would protect him and keep him safe while I went forward. So, Doing a lot of that, really working through those old wounds and realizing the things that Jesus says to us that we are worthy, that we are loved, that we are beautiful, that He gave us talents that stand out and above others that these things are meant for his goodness, that anything that we can, almost anything that we can see as a star, as a wound when given to Jesus, they are redeemed and more beautiful and more glorious. And so me being too loud, me being too extroverted, me being too emotional, these are all things that I learned that, Somehow Jesus is going to use through me, and if I let the devil win, and if I give in to his lies that these are negative and bad, that that suffering is for nothing, that it can't be redeemed, and so it you know it took a lot to get through and to break through those lies, but once I did, it definitely um it definitely started becoming easier um to like when I did the unbound prayers with you Karen I remember um a couple of weeks later was the first session I did with the prayer counseling and like she was sitting there like just in awe of me knowing that these things that I believe or used to believe about myself knowing that they were lies and you know just feeling like We had already made progress, even though it was like the first get to know you session.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And JC, what I love about what you're sharing, and I just thank you so much. Like it's going to be so powerful for people hearing your heart and just being so vulnerable because this is what people need to hear. And this is what people don't get to hear very much. Like just the Mm -hmm. raw between the miracle time that is hard and beautiful, but, you know, really challenging and um, just the courage it took for you to, to go there and even to share this with us right now. I just want to thank you. And, and what I'm just hearing is just the Lord just meeting you. I just love the scripture. You know, how the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and you during this most brokenhearted time, I know that you've ever faced that like God was so close to you and he mm-hmm. met you there and a big part, like what you experienced. And I love that you shared what you went through with them. And actually know that her name's Jessie, the girl that she prayed with, <laughs> the, the woman. Yeah. Um, what you what you prayed with her is just like it's it's you're meeting Jesus like personally through meditative prayer, um, through bringing, he wants to be be with you in those places of her, in those relationships and, and meet you through. This is why I talk a lot, guys, about um the power of prayer and meditation to heal, you know, and that this is this relationship with God is real and you encountered him through prayer, like basically you're describing like guided mental prayer in there, Um, Mm which also results in healing. Um, And just how he spoke to those struggles and lies so personally to you that it began to change how you saw yourself, how you saw your future. Because I think so often when people are facing struggling marriages, they're trying so hard to like basically what you did in your first phase, <laughs> like, what do I need to do to fix mm-hmm. it? I'm going to read all the books. I'm going to like, tell me the steps, like mm-hmm. what do what I need to say. What do I not need to say? Like, like the control, like, I mean, if anyone's listened yes. to my episode on like rewriting your story with God, it's that control, the shame, the fear and the control the control is usually at the top layer of our lives for most of us. I'm going to control this. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to do this. And then underneath that is like the fear and panic. And then underneath that, you finally get to the root, which is, which is exactly what you're describing here is this shame that's underneath it. And what you describe is how Jesus takes those places of shame, which were at the root and fueling everything else that was happening. He took it and he was just telling you like, I'm going to transform this place of shame. Just trust me Like, give it Mm -hmm. to me. Like, trust me, this place of shame, like the shame that you were afraid of with like divorce, um, the, like, Mm -hmm. like like, having a broken marriage, like, like, looking, like, admitting that this is very broken, like, and this is Mm -hmm. actually beyond my ability to fix, which I just, I mean, there's there's so much here, but even Jesus taking your husband and just being, like, like, it, like basically that image says, like, to give him to me, like, like, I, Mm -hmm. I, like, trust and trust him to me so you can be who I've made you to be, because you're Mm -hmm. actually not responsible for him, like, to this degree, like you're responsible to love him, but sometimes loving him is letting him go too. like, and, and it's just, it's just so powerful. Just like how the Lord literally like just met you and showed you what you needed to know. You received it. Like you were trying to figure it out. Like he, you just, it's sort of put into words, honestly, like mm-hmm. he just met you and just brought you to a place that, I mean, i I want you to share. So I'm giving you words. Tell me what that <laughs> was like, where that, where that, like those encounters through prayer where that led you to your next phase. Cause you had the controlling, mm-hmm. I'm going to figure this out, I'm going to fix it. Okay, now I'm just going to like dig into these roots because that's the only thing I can control is like how I'm looking at myself, my own heart, my own wounds that are, the enemy is always using our wounds. If we haven't brought them to the God, the enemy is going to use them against you. So you've got to bring them to mm-hmm. God. Even if you're in a happy marriage, bring them to God. Anyone listening to this, right. do this. <laughs> it's just, yep. just for crisis moments. Um, this is yes. all of us need to do it. So what was it? What was the next thing that doing that empowered you to then? Like, what was the next part of your healing journey, really?
1: Um, I guess the more I did that, the more hunger actually I had for Jesus, Um, you know, the more vibrant my faith became. Um, I remember going to adoration when I was younger and kind of doing it out of obligation and feeling like it was an obligation and like, okay, I'm doing this, like, and watching the clock as I sat there. Um, But then during this time, when I really started just giving it to Jesus, um, I, I desired being with him more and more. I would go to adoration and I had such a patience with it um, time would fly in adoration. I would, you know, go and be quiet. I would go and pray. I would go and journal. Um, I just found myself not even just in adoration and other times seeing God, hearing God in so many things. Um, and before this feeling like that doesn't speak to me, who am I for God to speak to? Who am I to even claim that, craziness that God spoke to me. Um, but he did, he spoke to me in the shower. He spoke to me, um, in adoration and he gave me promises. Um, and I know without a doubt that they were from God and not just from my own brain, thinking Mm -hmm. them, wishing them, hoping them. Um, and so it was just, you know, this desire for God, um, And it led me to, to see more actually of the actual problems in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the fact that I was a nagging wife or emotional or that we bickered about doing the dishes too much, or, um, it wasn't that, you know, uh, a lie that I felt, but that I saw my husband confirm, um, during, I guess the bad time was that I was never happy. Um, and that was, those were not the problems. The problems, um, were so, you know, those were the problems, but the problems were so much bigger and it was that, you know, we did not have, um, the completion in Christ. Um, And I was able, once I was through the lies, through the I'm not enough, I was able to stand up for my dignity and worth and see um, the abuse and neglect that had been in my marriage for years that I had always kind of taken the blame for.
0: Hey friends, I just felt led by the Holy Spirit to stop the episode here today and just encourage you to really take what JC said to heart and begin, whether you're married, whether you're single, maybe listening to this, if you're in a happy marriage or if you're in a hurting marriage, that you would just really give yourself permission and make the time to really allow the Lord to personally reveal to you just how he sees you to begin to uncover those places in your heart where you're believing things about yourself that just aren't true and how those lies are maybe impacting your significant relationships in a way that is harmful I just encourage you to begin that conversation, to begin that journey with the Lord, because it is just life-changing no matter what you're facing right now. And if you're looking for some support on that, please reach out to me. I, I know I've mentioned it in other episodes, but I have just um, created a online course to just help people begin to make sense of their story, to begin to work through the wounds and the lies they believe. So if you're looking for support on that, please shoot me an email, um, check out the links in the, in the show notes, because I just my passion to help people just really begin to heal in those deep places so they can really step into just a beautiful miracle, whether it's in your marriage or in your life in general, that the Lord really wants to offer you that really, he really wants to do and do for you personally. So thanks for listening today. I'm praying for you and grateful for you. God bless. If you'd like to connect with others and chat with me about what we discuss here in the podcast, Be sure to join our Heal, Equip, and Release podcast Facebook group. You can also learn more about the counseling and healing services offered by Two Hearts for Her by following us on Facebook and Instagram or checking out our website at twoheartsforher.com.